Hello and welcome to the Finance, Business, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Adina Applebaum. I'm an accredited financial counselor, financial and business coach, and public interest immigration attorney. This show is all about the relationship between empowering ourselves through finances, building businesses that create social change, make an impact, and also help us and our families build wealth in the process, as well as how ultimately these things can assist in your journey of finding your purpose. So many of us have been told that it's either or, that we either have to um, focus on making a lot of money or on helping others and doing good. And this show is all about how it doesn't have to be either or. It can be both and, and in fact, often When you are following your purpose and empowering yourself with your finances and creating a business, it really allows you to do all of these things and thrive financially, as well as make change, help others, and create an impact. So in this show, we're going to be sharing lots of practical steps with you on how you can be strengthening your finances, building wealth, starting businesses, and also starting or continuing on that journey of finding your true purpose. We'll also be sharing lots of stories from our incredible guests who are purpose-driven entrepreneurs, who are experts in these spaces and creating social change um, and inspiring all of us. So thank you for the time to listen to the show. Um, I love, love, love hearing from our audience. So if any episodes in particular resonate with you, or if you're wanting to hear more about a topic, please do reach out to me. The best way is on Instagram at Adina Applebaum. It's linked uh, below in most of the show notes. And I can't wait to connect. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. All right. So yeah, let's talk about how to 10 extra goals mid-year without burning out. So it's almost the middle of 2023. I believe it's like Sunday in early July when we hit the six-month mark into 2023. And this is a good time to check in on how your goals have been going, any goals you did set for 2023. Um, in the beginning of the year and adjust and make some changes. Now, this is a talk that I have done um, the past few years in the middle of the year to to reflect and check in and support you all in checking in on your, your, your goals for the year, how they've been going. But this year, it's feeling really different. Um, I think the way I thought about goals is really different than it used to be. Um, Just the growth I've had, you know, I think, goals we tend to think of as like these things that um put a lot of pressure on us right and and try to like get us to the next level and that's all really important I'm all about that I'm I'm a super ambitious person I'm always trying to improve myself and you know see how I can make a bigger impact and help more people and all of that but this year has been really different for me with goals um part of that in in case you haven't heard me share yeah I've only shared it, it a couple things publicly so far. Um, but I'm, I'm actually pregnant. I'm having my second baby, um, pretty soon toward the end of the summer. So that has really defined a lot of this year and how I've thought about goals and sustainability and continuing to grow without burning out, right. Moving forward the needle and the things I care about that I'm passionate about, 
but being realistic about, you know, my physical limitations, like getting tired earlier at night, things like that. Um, it's been a really amazing learning experience because um, the success has not been less, right? And so I'm le learning through this experience um, how to think about goals differently to be less like hard on ourselves, less pressure on ourselves. And as we're going to talk about more in this episode, like how to really leave space for things to evolve and change as we change throughout the year. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to be going into like, how do you, you know, 10 extra goals in the sense of like, go harder, faster, like more, more, like, you know, work more, like that's not the vibe right now for me at least. Um, and I'm noticing for a lot of people, that's the case. Like, I think there's been a lot of big energy shifts that people have had, especially like after the pandemic and realizing the value of their time more, the, the, the value of like having um, stable, you know, mental health, right, of taking time for themselves. So I think a lot of us are thinking differently about goals and how hard we push ourselves. So before I jump into my story, I'm going to be sharing, um, you know, what my, some of my goals were in the beginning of the year and how they've really changed and how I'm reevaluating them um, mid-year into the year. Um, I'm providing some of my story to give you an example to, to reflect on for yourself. And please do feel free to apply, um, you know, the strategies I'm doing with myself in case they can be helpful for you. That's the whole point of this. But let's start off with, as always, I like to talk about why is this important? Um, why is it important to check in on your goals mid-year, right? So with annual goals, most people um, who do set an annual goal at New Year's beginning of the year um, kind of drop off and lose track of that very soon after, like within a week, few weeks, maybe a few months. That's what a typical example is if you go to a gym in January, February, it's like packed because everyone's got their their New Year's goals to work out more and be more fit. And then like by March, you know, most of those people aren't going consistently anymore and it's faded out. So that's what happens with most of us with goals, right? Especially when you do the approach to goals where you're like super hard on yourself and it just doesn't feel good. Like it, like it's like punishing yourself or something. Right. Um, so the reason why I want to teach you guys how to, how to do this kind of evaluation of your goals without that approach, without being so hard on yourself that it's not sustainable and you're going to drop off within the first few weeks or first few months is because this is about sustainability. It's about self-mastery. Self-mastery is how you're ultimately going to keep growing and expanding and getting where you want to go and moving forward the goals you do have by just being really real with yourself and having that time to check in like we're doing here mid-year to see how are things going, what's working, what's not working, how has life changed in unexpected ways I didn't anticipate, um, you know, what shifts do I need to make, do I need to make some really large pivot, pivots with some things, um, or just some slight tweaks, right, sometimes the slight tweaks that are like really subtle can make huge differences and be all the difference, um, so this is really a key to self-mastery and success is to um, identify what changes need to be made and, and be real with yourself without being so hard on yourself. So doing it in a compassionate, loving way um, so that you can adjust because you are changing as a person throughout the year. Like you are not who, who you were at the beginning of the year today. You are a different person 
you know, almost six months into the year who has had different life experiences, different emotions, you've learned different things, you might feel different things, you might want different things. So to expect yourself to like perform at how you um, had initially set your goal in the beginning of the year and to have it exactly where you planned for it to be um, isn't very realistic because that's not how life works, right? You're a different person. Life has changed since then. Circumstances have changed. So I like to think of it more as like checking in and seeing what the, what pivots and tweaks we can make so that you know generally the direction we wanted to be going or maybe how that's evolved now that might look a little different continues to go forward. So the goal is continued growth and expansion and what that growth and expansion looks like um, may be very different than it did in January or, or December, whenever you set your goal for the year. So it's all about being like open to that. Um, and yeah, I, like I said, think super differently now. Um, the more I have studied mindset stuff, um, energy strategies, um, you know, part of my whole journey with, um, with finances myself and money mindset and doing financial coaching and teaching others about how to work on their mindsets to improve their finances and their lives. Like I do a lot of studies in that myself and I'm constantly working on that myself. And so that's where I am coming from is what I've learned in that journey about how to build a more sustainable life and business, right. By being open to those changes and not again, being so rigid, um, forcing yourself into some plan that, you know, you set in the past that might not even apply anymore. So it's not about blaming yourself if you haven't met your goals or forcing yourself to do something that maybe doesn't feel good anymore, putting all this pressure on yourself. That's just not going to help. Like it's just going to be causing resistance and negativity. It, it's not very conducive to growth and expansion. So it's going to, it's really all about giving yourself that freedom to reevaluate your goals based on who you are today, what your life looks like today. Um, because again, you, you are a different person than you were six months ago. So I'll share next a little bit about my story in this process for 2023 um, when I'm recording this. But if you're listening to this in a later year on the replay, same lessons would apply, you know, any year when you're doing mid midway check-in, just kind of this theme of like reevaluating and assessing. Um, so yeah, for my story, I want to share with you all some personal stuff that's been going on with me, give you an update on the process I've been going through to check in and reevaluate my goals um, mid-year. So for my 2023 goals, um, starting off the year, I focused a lot on shifting my priorities. Um, and this is because I went through some pretty difficult personal stuff at the end of 2022. It was really difficult for me. And then at the very end of 2022 in December, um, I found out I was pregnant and that we're going to be having another child. So we're super excited about, but um, really meant like physically I would be, you know, going through something for 2023 because that's a lot on your body. Um, it's not my first time, you know, I, it's um, our second baby that we're having. So I've been down this road before, but every pregnancy is different. And um, this pregnancy, my first trimester was like way harder than, than um, my last pregnancy. Like, I don't really remember being that, you know, nauseous or anything. Um, the first pregnancy, but this one, it was so bad. You all like, 
I could like barely get out of bed for like January and February. It felt like I was, you know, having to take like multiple mini naps between meetings. I mean, thank God I work remotely at home. That really helped a lot. Um, yeah, I just was super, super nauseous and felt really bad the first trimester. Thankfully, um, my second and now third trimesters have been going a lot smoother. I've been feeling really good. So I'm very grateful for that. But it was really physically demanding um, in the beginning of the year, especially after how I mentioned I went through a really hard time in the end of 2022 with some personal stuff as well. So all that was kind of going together. And what that meant is I was going into 2023, 2023 realizing like, oh shit, I have to make some big changes because I can't live and work like I used to, right? Like my body is not allowing that right now physically. Um, and I was feeling super stretched thin, right? So what I did was I, you know, looked at all the things going on, revalued my priorities. Um, I reached out to a couple of former coaches and mentors who know me super well, um, got their advice. You know, I always recommend like getting coaching support in these times when you have to really reevaluate a lot of things in life. Um, and one of my coaches helped me take a really realistic look at all the different things going on in my life and seeing that I was doing too much. Um, and she said this term that at the time I didn't really fully understand what she meant until I think today when I was preparing for this and kind of seeing how it's played out. But she was basically like, look, Adina, like, you don't, first of all, you're not on the priority list. Like you don't have like you as a priority at all. And it should be like, you should be a top priority, right? Like self-care and all those things. But also this concept she said um, of having spaciousness. And I, again, I didn't really know what she meant, um, but it, it did strike me because it was very clear when I had everything written in front of me. I wasn't on that list. And I think so many of us women, especially the most, those of us who are who are moms, um, who have partners, right, who are working, have careers, like it's very easy for us to not make it on the list. And that was a huge wake up call for me. And whether I liked or not, my body was telling me that I had to be the priority because it wasn't letting me do a lot, right, in my normal capacity with how I wasn't feeling well in the beginning of the year. So I had this idea that I had to totally uh, reassess my priorities, um, narrow down really the most important core ones, and to make this room for myself at the top and put spaciousness. So this was from the start, a really different approach to goal planning that I, I had ever done. I mean, all my goal planning in previous years was like very ambitious, very, you know, career or and or business related. Uh, impact related, you know, um, super like masculine energy, right? <laughs> and and um, I still have some of that, in, of course, in my goals for 2023. But I also had these things like, like making myself a priority and spaciousness and, you know, having space to work on like mindset and energy that were, you know, really clearly becoming super important in my goals for the year. Um, so I'm going to talk about two of the areas of my goals and, and kind of like some changes I made for 2023 and then how that's looking midway through the year um, to reevaluate. That was all just context for you to kind of understand a bit of my story in case it's helpful. Um, but then as I talk about, you know, how I reevaluated my goals, that's something that you can try applying 
as a process to check in with your goals for the year. So I'll talk about um, in the area of business and then in the area of like self-care, mindset, energy, goals I had around that and some changes I made and, and now how I'm reevaluating them. So um, for business, um, in the beginning of the year, knowing that I was you know, not feeling great um, and that I had too much on my plate, I really cut out a lot of things that were like too much, things that were making me feel a lot of pressure, right? Or like really, really big stretch goals that, um, you know, are some things I have been wanting to work toward and, and have been working toward and will continue to work toward but didn't really have to like have a lot of progress in this year in particular, right? I sort of like took some things out, moved things around instead of like how I used to be in previous years where it was like all of the goals were there, like staring me in the face, putting pressure on me throughout the whole year, right? So I, I made it a little bit less pressure, more realistic, but also some stretch things to make me still be dreaming big, you know, going toward my goals. Um, so what that looked like was, you know, just kind of like minimizing the numbers of big projects and things like that. And um, I gave space to honor what was also giving me stability um, and, and sustainability and kind of like core foundation in my life um, as well as self-care. And I made sure those were like big parts of the goals and priorities for the year to continue that so that I knew I had that stable rock continuing into the year not knowing how I was going to be feeling physically and all of that. And like a practical thing for business, one of my main goals was just to continue being consistent about serving our audience and showing up, right? So um, continue doing the podcast almost every week um, of, you know, of a year. And then um, almost every one or two weeks, we've been putting up videos um, on our YouTube channel, Immigrant Finance. We've also been um, having articles come out on our blog every week um, on immigrant finance. So that's been a, a huge priority because we've been seeing that we are reaching and helping a lot of people through YouTube and through our website. So kind of shifting the focus toward those um, has been really helpful. And, you know, also being open to integrating some new things I've been learning in the business, like around mindset and energy. And, um, you know, I did a couple episodes on the podcast on like, astrology, numerology, more mindset stuff. So not just finance. And that was something I had been putting a ton of pressure on myself in 2022 to figure out because I had been going through this journey of like realizing all these other areas that are related to the financial journey that, that were that have been really helpful for me um, that and helpful for a lot of our, our, our students, right? That I wanted to start integrating, but weren't directly about finance. And I really struggled in 2022 to like figure out how that would look and what like neat box that would fit under and put a lot of pressure on myself. So for 2023, I just kind of took that pressure off and just sort of let it organically play out a little bit more. And it, it's been really fun to have it um, come up a little bit, just like this episode I'm doing here now, like this isn't explicitly on finances, but it's related because like a lot of our goals um, can be finance related goals and in finances, like learning how to have uh, goal setting processes and reevaluate those is critical for both finance and business. So it all kind of comes together. And um, that's been part of allowing things to like organically play out a little bit more. Now, in terms of the mid-year change for this, these goals I've had around 
um, business with immigrant finance and our parent company, International Empowerment. So the mid-year change is really adjusting um, the goals, how, how I had written them and been thinking about them to reflect the reality of how they have been shifting, right? So for like one example, we have um, a new website we've been developing. So our main website is immigrantfinance.com. We have a new website, internationalempowerment.com, where we're going to be, I'm so excited, having our own course hosting platform. So instead of having to use um, like a third-party vendor to host our courses like we have always done, we're going to be able to have them on our own website, um, make them a lot, more, a lot more customized for our students, be able to have as many as we want, right? Not have limitations. So um, that's been like a whole process throughout this year, building that out. And um, that is something I had anticipated when I started planning for the year to take just the first quarter of the year. And only last week did we just finish the project with the website developers, right? So, and it's like, there's so much, work to do to now build it out and you know add the courses in there and everything so now I basically to reflect that reality I'm now seeing this is like a year-long project instead of a one-quarter project so that's one of the mid-year changes um, also just picking up some themes that have been playing out throughout the year and building that into the goals so like we've been doing a lot of stuff with systems and integrating more tech automations in our business to improve um, you know, our customer service and, you know, the time spent on administrative stuff on our end in the business to make things more effortless, right? So we can focus on the work that we're here to do to serve people. And so that's been super important theme that I'm now integrating into how I'm thinking about the, the goals for the year. And then doing just more of like what feels good has been um, another big theme that I am adjusting the goals to focus on that I did not anticipate in the beginning of the year. So at the beginning of the year, I was thinking of the business goals like more like how I used to, very kind of like super ambitious, super rigid, like this has to happen by this quarter and so on. And now I'm kind of having more just like flexibility there, taking that pressure off, I'm just doing what feels good, like making changes when something's not feeling good anymore, right? So for example, um, like we don't do launches right, for our programs, like, we, we used to do that, where we had, we used to have our, our main program in immigrant finance, which is called Immigrant Finance School, a six-week program, and we would do it um, every few months, right, and get a cohort of students together, and it was amazing, um, and felt really good at the time, but it did reach a point where that structure didn't feel good anymore, right, so we have more of, like, a rolling program now, um, and people have options whether to join self-study or to join for the one-year coaching program, right? Right now, that's been feeling really good, and we've been able to customize and serve people at, at what level of support they need. So just continuing like with what feels good um, and things like that. Um, another shift there in terms of what feels good is starting to do some more one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, I realized this year, I love working with people one-on-one -on -one and I'm able to help them at such a deeper level, right? Um, and before I had, I would only do group coaching. Um, I still love group coaching. I still find that there's so much value from group coaching and you can learn things in group coaching that um, you would never get, get through individual coaching, right? Like you can hear someone say something that you would have never thought of, or that maybe would have taken you three years to figure out and they say it and you figure it out in 30 seconds, right? Like you also feel 
um, part of a community and like we're there's so many reasons I love group coaching right that but I was being rigid about saying no I'm only doing group coaching for so long and I realized this year um, in I, as I've been trying to focus on what feels good how can I best serve the people I'm here to, to help it's made sense for some people to do one-on-one coaching right so that's been a change of terms of being open to what feels good and um, being open to things I would not have anticipated in the beginning of the goal setting to adjust mid-year. So that's the whole like kind of business um, area of reevaluating goals. Now, the other one I wanted to talk about, the other category of reevaluating goals is in terms of like self-care, mindset, energy, sustainability, that kind of thing. So this area was one of my top three goals for 2023. It has proven to be like the biggest thing for the year, like the biggest area where I've had the most growth, um, the most expansion, the most results and that have um, resulted from that in other areas of of my life, right? Um, Including in our business, right? By doing more of this self-care mindset kind of energy work. So the first thing was, as I talked about in the beginning, of this episode was making that even a priority in my priorities. It was not a priority um, going into the year. It had never been. And so realizing it had to be not only a priority, but on the top of the list, right? That was huge for me. Um, and then in terms of reevaluating mid-year, I have realized looking back on the past six months, the, the first half of 2023, that again, this has been where I've had the most growth. And The thing that has really moved the needle the most that has led to the most growth is working on changing subconscious beliefs I have, right? On mindset things, um, on various areas, but this is like going like way deeper in the mindset journey. And I've done some really cool courses that have been really life-changing on how to actually shift your subconscious beliefs. To give you an idea of what that is, if you're not familiar with that term, so subconscious beliefs are like the beliefs we don't even know we have that are sort of under the radar, like influencing all of our decisions, thoughts, emotions, actions, and we don't even realize most of the time that they're going on. Kind of like this record tape that's going on, like subtly, you can barely hear at all times, that's influencing you so much. And so getting into like shifting what those beliefs are is, is a whole skill of how you do that super interesting. Um, if you're curious, all, I, I would love to see how I can support you with that and share what I've learned. It's It's been quite life-changing. I've been able to really um, address, you know, some like common patterns and, and challenges that I've had over the years that have affected, um, you know, different relationships and dynamics and things and actually shift them in ways I never could before through other strategies, right? Like therapy or um, mindset work, whatever it was. So that has been huge for me. That's really defined the year. And that's something I'm going to keep going with for the rest of the year. And so why the reevaluating your goals is so important is like, if I didn't stop to pause and really reflect on that, I may not have realized how powerful it has been so far this year. And I may not have continued to uh, give as much attention and energy to working on that for the rest of the year. Um, And some mid-year changes I'm going to be doing is like one example is changing how I think about self-care. 
So when I started my goals for the year and I realized that self-care and, and me was not on the priority list, not in the goals, and I added them in, the way I added them in was like very how how you would do like a, a career planning goal or like a financial goal. Cause that's all I knew, right? I had never had a goal around self-care. And so it was very like, you have to do it every day. You have to have daily self-care. Like these are like, you know, the five ways that usually work best for you to do that. So like I had in like the, the examples, right? Of how to do it. It was very prescriptive. It was very like, this is a task on your to-do list. Um, and <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself because that's like so me. I love making things like super structured and check boxes and all that. That's probably why, why I'm able to like teach and coach, you know, um, effectively. But it's when with things like self-care, you, you can't bring it's not the same vibe. Right. So um, reflecting on it, I was, you know, like, OK, so have I done daily self-care every day? And I thought about it. I was like, OK, I haven't done it in the ways that I put in the parentheses in the, in the beginning of the year, like my five ways of self-care that I knew, right? Um, but I've done it in these other ways that I would not have even thought of in the beginning of the year. So sometimes it's like different every day, but I realized I have been doing it every day and it has become a part of my daily life. It just looks differently at different times based on how I'm feeling and what's going on, right? And so sometimes it's like, stepping outside for two minutes between a meeting and like walking barefoot on the grass and feeling grounded. And that can like totally change my day and make me feel amazing. Sometimes it's like doing no work after five and taking a bubble bath, right? And like listening to relaxing music. Sometimes it's going on a walk with my daughter, right? Um, taking her to the jungle gym. Like sometimes it's it's cooking a meal for my family. Like it's different. Um, and so what the mid-year check-in is allowing me to do is to confirm, like, I don't need a prescription for how to do that. I can take that out of, of the goals, right? And I can just leave this more open and more free. And I can trust myself that I will explore different ways of incorporating self-care without having to put myself in a box and force it and be like controlling about it, right? Um, so being open going forward for the rest of the year, being open to evolving and growing in this areas, in this area in ways that I couldn't have anticipated in the beginning of the year or even right now, right? I might have totally new ways of exploring self-care in a month that I that I can't even think of right now, right? And my life is going to be changing a lot because I'll have a new baby toward the end of the summer and like that will change my life, right? Having two kids. So I just can't plan and anticipate. So the main takeaway here is that I learned that it was the mindset and energy work I've been doing um, that has had the most profound effects rather than any like specific, um, like really specific, like financial business career goals and like having more spaciousness, right? Having more openness to what that looks like and how things evolve has allowed me to tap into a lot more peace, a lot more abundance, um, the, you know, the flow has started coming back, right. Since I've been doing that in ways that, um, what I don't think would have happened if I had like tried to be how I used to be about goal setting and be like very controlling or patriarchal or, you know, um, very linear about it. So reflections and key takeaways for you, as you reevaluate your goals and how your year has gone so far, even if you didn't set goals for 2023, 
just checking in on how things have been going through the first six months of this year can be a really helpful process. And in this process, and anytime you're doing goal setting, vision setting, planning, manifesting, right? Um, making sure you have room for growth and flexibility is really important. That's a big takeaway from my story is like having a little bit less force in the goals and being more open to them changing has allowed me to grow in ways I didn't expect or anticipate rather than being like super hard on myself, um, about whether I met these very specific goals. And so asking yourself more questions um, throughout the year and as you reflect on your goals and where things are at for the year, asking yourself questions like, what is feeling good right now? Um, What feels aligned? What does not feel aligned? Uh, What does not feel good, right? What changes can I make to get rid of this thing that's not feeling good or to make some shifts there or respond to that feeling? Um, Where am I experiencing resistance and why? And and when you feel yourself having resistance to doing something that's a goal, ask yourself, is it because this is hard and I'm avoiding it, right? Or is it because that goal just doesn't actually resonate with me anymore? I've changed. It's it's no longer one of my values or it's no longer a priority or it's just not driving with my energy right now. Like it's okay to then change the goal, right? You don't have to like force yourself to stick to some goal just because in the beginning of the year, you at that time you thought that was going to be important but now it's not or you've changed right so ultimately this is how you 10x your goals is to and this is how you can get to new levels of growth um that you couldn't even have imagined before is by giving that space for the goals to grow and evolve um giving yourself the permission to reevaluate and change the goals right? Um, Leveraging your energy so that you're working smarter, not harder, and that you're sticking with what feels good instead of like forcing yourself in a direction that doesn't feel good anymore. So that's part of how you can avoid burnout is listening to what your body's telling you, listening to how you're feeling about these parts of your lives that, you know, have you, you've put in goal categories and reflecting on what needs to change as you grow so that you can continue to grow and not be put in this box. Um, The burnout tends to happen when we're forcing things, when we're trying to control things, when we're, you know, being really hard on ourselves and making ourselves like do something that doesn't feel good, right? Or that isn't the best use of our energy or isn't in alignment with how our energy works or who we are today. So let me know um, as you think about your goals for the year. Like, how are you reevaluating things? Um, how has this talk helped? How has this talk helped you think about what changes you could be make? Was there some idea that sparked when you were listening about? Oh, like yeah, that's something that doesn't feel good for me either anymore. Or like, here's something that has been working really well that I didn't anticipate when I was setting my goals for the year that I could start like incorporating as part of my goals going forward for the rest of the year because they're changing right so whatever changes you're making I would love to hear I love hearing about this stuff and connecting with you all um best way to connect with me is just shoot me a message on Instagram if you're part of um, our immigrant finance community community um, on Instagram at immigrant.finance um if you are listening on the podcast or another platform and you want to connect to me directly 
my Instagram is Adina Applebaum. And again, I would love to know um, how things have been shaping up for you mid-year and what changes and shifts and tweaks you're going to make for the rest of the year going forward. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I'll sum up a couple key takeaway points from the show today. So number one, you are a different person than who you were six months ago in the beginning of the year. And it's okay for good for your goals to change. It can also be very good for them to change often because it might mean that you've had a lot of growth, right? And and that the goals changing is reflecting that, or maybe it's your your life has changed and you have different circumstances and you're adapting your goals to respond to that, right? Um, number two, change the framing. So instead of being really hard on yourself and feeling failure and shame and pressure and guilt for not meeting goals that you had hoped for in the beginning of the year, just ask yourself, like, why hasn't that goal gone forward? Is it because it's no longer in alignment with me? Um, has life changed? Have I changed? Um, and digging into the why, because that might help you take off some of that shame and guilt and pressure. If you can see, you know, why it's not working and maybe there needs to be a new reframe that that wasn't a good goal for me in the first place, or maybe there's a better goal for the rest of the year going forward. And then number three, um, play around with this idea of spaciousness. I talked about a little bit, giving yourself space for goals and growth to evolve organically in ways that you couldn't have put them in a box and planned for in your goal setting process in the beginning of the year. That is ultimately how you can really 10x your goals and your growth um, without burning out, being open to those changes. So make sure to um, subscribe if, if you are listening on the podcast or YouTube, share the show with at least one person who could benefit from this. We'd be so, so grateful. And it would be helpful to check in on anything finance, business, mindset related. Um, you can book a complimentary 30-minute consultation at the link that I will put below in the show notes or description, but depending on where you're listening. Um, so thank you again for taking the time to listen and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Finance, Business, and Purpose podcast. I hope you learned something today. Our goal in this podcast is to be helping you feel more financially empowered, helping you see what could be possible potentially with creating a business or a side hustle or something where you can share your unique gifts and talents with the world, as well as increase income and build wealth. And also to get closer on that journey of discovering your purpose and what you're here really to do. So if you have found something valuable in this episode or another episode, something that would mean so, so much to me that can help us reach and help more people is if you could take one minute to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is go to the show scroll all the way down where it says ratings and reviews, and you'll see a little checkbox that says write a review. It really helps with the algorithm so that we can get the show out there and reach more people to help. So thanks for considering, and we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day.